Who's thirsty now? <laughs> ah, this bitch right here. Are we doing ASMR today? Fuck no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could. You know, I thought of it. Yeah. I can't be quiet. But am I really going to sit here and film myself brushing a fucking mic? <laughs> I mean, I just don't. It's not my aesthetic. Yeah, like I. Do I have a brush? No, nah, just use a pen, girl. This is the, this is the ASMR you don't want. There you go. What if it was the buzz of a tattoo gun? I could listen to that shit yeah. all fucking yep. day, bro. See, go go alt talk, alternative bitch. Oh my god, East wants to do that. He, when he he says that he wants to open his shop and like, oh my god, am I supposed to? I'm not gonna talk about this. Okay, well this hi, I'll say hi. Hi guys, welcome to the show. What's up? Name's Man, she's Joe. Yeah, we're good awkward assholes coming at you every Wednesday. Movies, TV, music, books, things. We talk, you listen. That's how it goes. Wham six one seven on Facebook and Instagram. All right. All right. <laughs> I didn't hate any of that. Okay. Short and sweet. You know, I had a patient yesterday. Oh gosh. I don't ask questions. I said. I think I said this. I think I've told this story of why I don't ask questions. Mm-mm. Wait. Did I say something? Did I tell you about the the? Okay. So I was in a room, and Colleen was like. The guy's being a total dick. Like, I don't want to go back in there. So I was like, okay, cool. So I went into the room to draw blood from this man. Now, it's in the emergency room, so people are pretty much, like, with it. Um, Rouchy. Motherfucker. Old? Rouchy. Um, like, in his late 50s. So a boomer? It's always mm-hmm. it's always the ones in that age group that mm-hmm. are just the biggest fucking whiniest bitches Karens, on the planet. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> And the men are worse about the needles than the women are. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm expecting a grade A asshole and I walk in there with my charm and I'm like, hey, just, you know, I'm here from the lab. Just have to get some blood work. I know you just had some some done. He goes mid bite of a sandwich, which I feel like had a lot to do with his like not being so mad. He's like, you do whatever you need to do. Okay. He was just hangry. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, right? Because he was pretty kind, and 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 he was actually kind of funny. And if there's any fucking reason why, unless I'm close with you, like we are, like I need to have that, like we're family at this point. We've mm-hmm. skipped over the friendship part. We're not family. Yep. I don't ask questions mm-hmm. about anything, and mm-hmm. you can sit there and bait me into. I can't tell you. I really shouldn't say. Okay, cool. Then don't say. Like, I'm not going to give you the satisfaction of being like, oh, my God, no, tell me. I won't tell anyone. Yeah, give me the tea. <laughs> yeah. He caught me in a moment of weakness. Oh, no. And I said, as I'm drawing blood. Now, mind you, every response here happened with no hesitation. We did not miss a beat. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, God. <laughs> Do you get your tattoos done locally? No, in prison. Oh, nice. <laughs> Were they nice? No, they were trash. <laughs> just trash. Well, it's all trash. I was just making conversation. Because he was trying to fit, like fixate on him being cranky from being there. Yeah. But like also, like you fucking came here 
voluntarily. This is the part I don't understand. Mm -hmm. Like, what did you think was going to happen when you went to a hospital? You're going to get a workup done. Mm -hmm. That means that we're going to fuss and we're going to do blood work and we're going to poke and prod at you and ask you a million questions. Like, what did you expect? So Just a nice conversation? (laughs) I was just trying to get him away from the anger that he was trying to land on. They look like shit. But I was actually thoroughly impressed because from wrist to elbow, man. And then he goes, did you see my back? (laughs) I was like, you're laying on it. How fucking could I is what I wanted to say. And I was like, no. He goes, got the whole thing done. I was like, nah. Okay. <laughs> what is it? Like Jesus Christ on a I just, what? <laughs> I was just impressed with the things you could do with a pen and needle and some like fucking melted rubber. I mean, what else do you do in prison besides uh, work out and... And get tatted? Yeah. Jesus Christ. So that was one. Uh, and then <laughs> yesterday, just Uh-oh. to wrap up my... Your 59 and a half hour week. My God. Walk into a room. She's dry heaving. I hate that feeling. Like so fucking obnoxiously loud though. And I'm not going to say that part, but uh, well, I guess it's, it's not really a fucking secret if I'm going to tell you this anyways. So she goes, oh, I ate so much candy. And I was like, oh, is it coming up now? And now she's was about. 37, 40 years old. And uh, she keeps going on about the candy. And they had to do an ultrasound guided IV because they couldn't find a vein because she's an IV drug user. Uh. She had fresh tracks. And so they're like, oh, we need to get this blood work. I'm like, of course you do. Sure, I'll come in. So Joe must get that touch, though. Literally the last line of defense is what they call me. <laughs> I, I wish I was joking. No, I believe it. So, um... She's like, oh, honey, I, you know. (laughs) (laughs) The life of Joma is great. Unprovoked. You know, I I did a little line of heroin in in the bathroom. And now I had been there earlier to collect blood. But they're like, no, we did the IV. So we got it through there. And I was like, okay, cool. And she was getting up to go to the bathroom at that point. Oh, no. So I was like, in the bathroom here when you went earlier in the bathroom? She goes, yeah, it was just a little, which I don't believe you no. now. And she's like, I, I think I'm, I'm overdosing. Like it's it, now, mind you. Apart from the dry heaving, this is exactly how she's speaking to me. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'll be right back. So I grab all my shit because God knows I'm not leaving tourniquets and needles around yeah. her. And uh, I go over to the desk. I can't find her nurse, and I find this very nice young man, and he's also a nurse, and I don't know his name. And I was like, I'm looking for so-and-so's nurse. And he's like, I don't know. And I was like, I have an important message to relay and I need to relay it to the nurse. And he goes, well, I'll take it. And I was like, I don't know if you want this message. Because mm. once I give you this message, it is in your hands and out of mine. Mm-hmm. And he goes, come on, lay it on me. So I was like, okay. Well, um, this room at uh, whatever her name was did a line of coke in the bathroom. And now she's not feeling well. And coke he, or heroin? Heroin. And he just, <laughs> the instant regret. Yep. Yep. I was like, you're welcome. So I walked away, go back to the room. The drama. This girl should have gotten an Oscar. Ooh. She's like, oh, oh my God, I'm overdosing. I can't breathe. You're going to have to pump my stomach. What? That? No. Meanwhile, your oxygen is 92 and your heart rate is 117 over 65. That translates to normal. That's like you're resting. I don't, I don't listen. I'm not, 
Say it. Say it. I don't want you to think that we... I care about my patients. I really oh, fucking I do. do. But this was... Like, I got Next the... level? I, dude, this was just such bullshit. Mm-hmm. And so I left... I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll get you in there. She's like, you're just going to leave me in here to die? And I was like, well, I'm not exactly... And this is exactly what I said. I was like, I'm not exactly qualified to pump your stomach. Mm -hmm. And I'm only the... And I shouldn't say only the phlebotomist, but I'm like, I only draw blood work. Mm -hmm. I have no medical certifications or licenses to treat anything that you're going through right now. So I don't think that I'm the person that you want to do anything for you other than fetch you a pillow and a blanket. Yeah. So I left and the nurse was like, I was like, do you have this room? And she goes, yeah. I'm like, just so you know, she's overdosing, cannot breathe, and um, she would like you to pump her stomach. The nurse was like, I just got here. I was like, bitch, I... What what, what the... You can't breathe, yet you're speaking in full sentences. Mm -hmm. Shut the fuck up. I don't drugs, man. Don't do them, kids. Please don't. Yeah. They- and then she's like, I don't have any more drugs on me. And I'm like, again, don't believe you. Yeah. If you could just waltz in the bathroom, do something, and then come out. Yeah, there's something on you. She probably finished everything that she had because she knew she True. was going to get admitted. How did, did she walk in on her own? Yes. She walked to the bathroom. No, no, no. Like into the hospital. Yes. Because she was feeling sick. Because that was probably the last of her heroin that she had, and she knew she was going to get sick. Mm -hmm. So, of course, we're going to treat that. I could never be a nurse. We're going to treat that until she gets some way to get more drugs, which is going to give her... So she's going to get... get all those bills. So she's... Do you think that they pay? No. Nobody pays. Mm -mm. So she's going to get treated for her illnesses, for her withdrawal. In the meantime, she's going to be on her phone trying to, A, get cash... And then B, get her drugs so that as soon as she gets out of there, she can go and do her drugs. Mm-hmm. But she's going to be she's gonna be given meds that's, while she's there. It's just a fucked up cycle. To curb the sickness. I don't like it. I don't like it either. But this is the shit that we deal with. This is what happens in a community hospital. Mm-hmm. And it's like... The more you know. I feel sympathetic for the drug users that come in and you can tell that they just fucking hate this shit. Oh, yeah. They fucking hate the predicament that they put but themselves in. But speaking, they can't help it. No, they can't. It is a fucking sickness. Mm-hmm. But but in this woman's case, it just aggravated me because I know exactly that that's exactly what she's going to do. Yep. You're here because you literally just snorted the last of your fucking heroin mm-hmm. and you don't have any money to get any more and you're getting sick right now. Mm-hmm consequences you should have seen her you should have fucking seen her her. it's so difficult for me to feel bad Mm -hmm. and i didn't take the hippocratic oath so it's fine (laughs) i don't the do no harm shit like i won't do you any harm but i will not feel sorry for you Mm -hmm. the life of a phleb dude the life of anybody in healthcare. yeah in other news charlie baker gave us money so that was nice (laughs) Well, isn't that nice for you? You know, any any form of compensation would be great. Preferably in cash and food. Thanks, Baker. Yeah, seriously. He's going out on a high note, I guess. I, yeah. Oh, I heard people were so mad because I didn't know that Brady retired for like a month. He did? Apparently. And like the last football that he ever touched sold for millions. And then he came out of retirement. And the guy that bought the football is like bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> <'Cause>... <laughs> 
the shit. Isn't that hilarious? I thought that was so funny. Oh, man. Um, but he's still with the Bucks, right? I, I don't fucking know. I don't follow it. Me neither. I, I only I only follow football when and if the Patriots are at the Super Bowl, and clearly that's not going to happen anymore. So, no. yeah, and, and I was, and it's funny because I went to go see uh, Trevor Wallace in Boston yeah. the other night, and oh, did he he's bring a comedian. It up? But he, of course, when like comedians go to different cities, they try to like tell local jokes of course and he said something about the patriots and everybody was cheering and i was like are they still our team <laughs> oh my god it's <laughs> like i was like i'm not i, I don't want to cheat like i don't want to cheer because i don't watch them anymore i'm not Babe, loyal it's, to them it's anymore the new england i'm yeah. loyal i'm loyal to home teams i know but when was I, the last time a game i watched was when brady was playing like he, yeah, I don't him really and Gronk care. left, and, and that was all the, the good people, yeah. and I was just like, "All right, I'm done." <laughs> I mean, it's sad, especially in a team that's like it's got so many fucking players. Like you literally yeah. could walk around Boston and bump bump into like 97 percent of the Patriots team, and you probably wouldn't well, even no. recognize. Yeah. It. yeah, no. And the last time I watched fucking basketball was like when Pierce and, and no, Rondo and watched. them were. I've never sat and watched a full game. Or it's baseball. not that exciting. Baseball, yeah. I love, but it's only because that's the only thing I can follow. Yeah. 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 That's about it. I feel like it's more fun when you go to the game. I wouldn't want to sit through nine innings. But I would not. Again, that's... Yeah. I can change the channel. I can't yeah. do anything while this shit's happening in front of me. It's like, let's watch Dr. Pimple Popper yeah, in between. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I'm going to just swipe through my fucking TikTok. Yeah. I paid hundreds of dollars for these seats. I'm all yeah. set. Yeah, I'm all set, too. No. Um, I'm good. What do we get? We got some stuffs. Can I can I just go through this really fucking quick? Go I was through. so excited for Windfall on Netflix. It's actually on their top ten right now. It's at oh. number six. And oh. it's with um Jason Siegel, Lily Collins, and Jesse Plemons. One thing I loved about Is it a this comedy? <laughs> it's described as a crime thriller drama, but I for sure laughed. Because that sounds like my bag, but I've never heard of it. So here's the problem, right? So um, Here's the problem. Here's Well, first of all, what I loved about this is that these characters had no names. I'm sorry, what? They had no names. So what did they call each other? Nothing. Hey, you? No, my wife and my husband. And, okay, so Jason Siegel is in this fucking house, gorgeous house. And pretty quickly you find out that he's there to steal shit. The, okay. All right, so the house mm-hmm. is empty. What he didn't anticipate was that the owners of the house would be coming by because it's a vacation home. Okay. So Lily Collins and Jesse Plemons are wife and husband, and um, this is their vacation home, and they didn't tell anybody they were coming, so they're, like, going through the house, and she's like, the milk is expired, the orange juice is old, like, did you tell anybody we were coming? And he goes, no, it's, like, a last-minute thing. Like, I ditched a conference. Jesse Plemons is, like, the CEO of, like, some big-ass fucking company or whatever, and Eventually, uh, Jason Siegel's trying to get out of the house and Lily Collins finds him. And now they're in this weird predicament. Mm-hmm. Right. So it very quickly turns into like a, a, a B&E to like a kidnapping. The tagline to this movie is every kidnap is a compromise. What? Now, it's got really old timey feels like an old timey thriller because of the music. Okay. It's, it's very like you know a wide shot, yeah. Single camera. It was it was shot in COVID, so they wanted to do something where it's like Jason Siegel wrote this. Um, oh, so he wanted to do it like at one location with very limited amount of people, very limited amount of cameras, mm-hmm. and just put this out there. Now 
other than the old-timey, eerie thriller music, there is nothing happening other than just dialogue. Okay. And it's very much like, so Jason Segel, they call him nobody because he's like, it's better if we just don't know anything about each other. Mm-hmm. Let's just keep it at that. Okay. So no personal details. He did ask how they met. She was an assistant and they met at a conference or whatever. And uh, Jesse Plemons is like super fucking rich. Mm-hmm. He's a fucking If you genius. have a vacation home, hello. Yeah. So, and it just seems like Lily Collins is kind of just riding his coattails. Yeah. So, um, he took some jewelry, some cash. He found a gun. But Jason Siegel is like the world's clumsiest thief and kidnapper. Oh, God. So the, I can see where the humor comes in. Yeah, but it's like, it's not meant to be funny. But he's a he's in comedies, mostly. Yeah, but this isn't meant to be funny. It's just is that, this a movie or is this it, a show? This is a movie. And I only got halfway through, so I don't know how it ends. So he he goes to like tie her up, but only ties her feet with like a cable from the TV. And then he gets Jesse Plemons to like, oh, I, I want the cash, whatever cash you have on hand. So Jesse Plemons finds a little thing. It's like five grand. Hands it off. And he's like, hands behind your back. So Jesse Plemons puts, he. it's funny because Jesse Plemons the whole time is like fighting him. Hands behind your back. No. <laughs> it's very, no. So Jason Segel has to get really raging mad. Yeah. So Jesse Plemons like puts his hands behind his back and Jason Segel's trying to tie them and he finishes it and Jesse Plemons just kind of like, he's like, fuck. <laughs> like, it's just that kind of weird vibe. Okay. So he locks him up in the sauna that's outside the pool. And barricades the door. And he's like, give me like an hour just to get a head start. And then you guys can try to get out. So he runs through. This also led to a huge discussion of what an orchard is. Uh, Yeah. Is it apple specific? Not necessarily. You could have an orange orchard. Okay, because that's what there was. Okay. There was an orange orchard. It's right. just a bunch of trees lined up. Yeah, and that, and that it, pop out fruit. <laughs> I discussed it with Colleen to the extent where like the word orchard lost all meaning. Got, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that happens. Because I was trying to figure it out, but it, they live in an, they have an orange orchard, and so he runs through this fucking thing and gets to his car, and he's like, ah, okay, fine, I can go, and he looks up. He parked his fucking car directly in front of a security camera. <laughs> <laughs> And he looks right into it and he goes, fuck. (laughs) Is that where you stopped? (laughs) Yeah. No. He runs back through the fucking orchard to the house. He finds out they've escaped the sauna and they're trying to get out. So there's this chase through the orchard. He finally catches them. And it's like, he goes after Jesse Plemons and they keep running after each other. And and Jason Siegel's like, I'm going to catch you. It's just inevitable. It's going to happen. And then they circle this tree and he tackles Jesse Plemons. He goes, I win. I win. Like, it was a game of fucking tag. What the fuck? It was just this weird, very quiet, very boring. And I was like, dude, I'm done. Yeah. So that's where I stopped. Yeah. I was like, I don't know where this is. It's very slow. I just, I couldn't. So you're you're not gonna finish it? I I probably will. It's just like like I wasn't in the headspace for no. that because I was very busy at work and I needed something fast paced to watch and this was not it. Yeah, no, it doesn't sound like it. No, it's just a lot of like, and it's not even. I don't think it's comedy because it's supposed to be funny. I think it's because it's Jason Segel. He's 
An oath. Excuse me. Not only that, but like he didn't anticipate them coming home. Yeah. So so he's sitting on the couch after he no plans. after he brought them back. He's like, um, they were like, what is it that you want? Like, dude, we're not going to fucking tell anybody. Just tell us what you want. We'll get it to you and you can just fucking go. So he goes, okay, um, I want a hundred grand. No, he said, I want like $10,000 is what he said. And Jesse Plummer starts laughing. And he goes, what? What's so funny? He goes, 10 grand. You're going to blow right through that. Like, come on, just ask me for more. Ask me for more. And he goes, Jesus Christ. fine. Um, so that he threw out another number and he's still laughing. And, and, and it's just like, uh, Lily Collins, like, okay, how about like, um, $150,000 is what he had said. Sorry. Is what he had said. I think that's what he had said at first. A hundred. I'd get rid of all my debt with that. Yes. It was like a couple thousand dollars that he asked for. And then he doubled it and they were still laughing. And then Lily Collins was like, oh, how about like 300 grand? And Jesse Plemons was like, can you, like, shut the fuck up? Like, you're, yeah. you're a shitty negotiator. So then um, he asked for millions. He's like, let's add a zero to that. And then he's like, oh, that's going to get flagged. Like, you have to ask for something that's reasonable, but that will help you out. Like, they're literally compromising and negotiating. So they settled on $500,000. My God. He calls the bank. Jesse Plummer's like, do you have any idea how much that's going to weigh? How are you going to carry that? How are you going to explain that? Where will you go? Like, that's a lot of cash. Jason Siegel's like, no, that's all. Like, that's what I want, 500 grand. So um, he calls the bank and finds out that because it's the middle of the afternoon, it's going to take till t- the next day. So that's when they start to get to know each other. And I was like, I'm I'm out. I'm done. Yeah. But I did see in the trailers that, like, at one point, Jesse Plummer turns to his wife and he's like, you have to, like, flirt with him so we can get out of this. Oh what is this movie? Yeah, so it was directed by uh, Charlie McDowell, who's actually married to Lily Collins. But I have not, I didn't recognize anything else that he had done. Um, it was just really fucking weird. I got another weird one for you. Mm-hmm. Bad vegan. What the fuck? So I read the description. It's like some chick got with some guy who promised that he can make her dog immortal. That's, yeah. that's what the fuck? <laughs> Why would you ever believe something like that? All right, so you thought the Tinder, Tinder, the Tinder swindler, Tinder swindler was bad? Nah, bruh. She takes the cake. So this it's is always a crazy bitch. Bad vegan fame fraud fugitives on Netflix, and it's um, it's only a few episodes long. It's like four. It's like a, yeah, it's like a short docu series, and uh, you have the blonde, the blonde girl who's our let's call her our main character, but it's real life. Like she is the center of attention, right? And it starts with. A phone call, a recording of a phone call between her and the dude that... Your nose. What's on my nose? I don't know. I don't know what that is. <laughs> a fuzz. I think so. Who cares? It, it was, was going to distract me. Yeah, is it's it gone? gone. Yeah, okay. it's gone. Um, I'm sorry. A little dust. Is that what that was? I was like <laughs> face first in your cat. Um, oh my God. <laughs> I, it's continue Okay. Okay. Um, so her name is Sarma. And then so it was like a recording, right, of their... Of a phone conversation, like, after the fact, like, after everything went down, while they were doing this documentary, and they were talking, and he's angry, because he's not a part of this documentary, right? And, uh, (laughs) he starts talking, I'm like, this bitch is, this guy, he's from Massachusetts. Oh, no. You can hear the accent. I forget what word he said, but I was like, yo, this boy's from Mass. No. And he's from Mass. No. (laughs) He's a masshole, but not a good one. 
Um, so his real name is Anthony Strangis, but he, it starts with Sarma, right? She, uh. What's the last name? I don't, I couldn't, it begins with an M, it's. No, his last name? Strangis. Red flag. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, no. no, no, no. He gave her a false name. He gave his name as Shane Fox. So Okay, I would have gone for that. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's why he probably changed it. Anyway, so she actually owned and ran a really popular restaurant in New York City called Pure Food and Wine. And like this was the place to go. Like it was high-end food. Um, she was a really great manager, loved her staff. Uh, made shitloads of money like celebrities would go there mm-hmm. and they interviewed some of the employees at the place and they like yo owen wilson would just walk through the kitchen with like bare feet and be like yo what's up yeah he fucking would yeah and i was like that's a, such an owen wilson thing to fucking do but anyway so she was extremely wealthy she like had her life together and she became friends with alec baldwin of all fucking people yeah. that's a red flag too <laughs> and she noticed on Twitter that this one guy would always comment and ask questions of Baldwin and Baldwin would answer. And she's like, it seemed like they were friends, like they had a rapport. And so I think he slid in her DMs or like they connected that way. Like she kept seeing him talking with Baldwin over Twitter. And so she's like, oh, they must be besties, whatever. So they meet up in real life. They become a thing. And they... And this is going to sound so weird, but it, in a very short amount of time, they got married, but they were never in a relationship. They were just friends. They did not love each other. Okay? For what purpose? Financial reasons. Uh-huh. So basically, I think he, if I remember correctly, he basically like... Is she stupid? Her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She seemed very... I mean, she owns her own restaurant. You'd think she'd be smart. But let me let me get there. Let I don't me get think there. that makes you smart. I, there's, let, there. hey, hold up, hold up, pause. So, oh my god, the employees kept saying that this dude would come around the restaurant when Sarma was not there and pretend that it was like his place because they were married. Oh, okay. And he would tell people what to do, blah blah blah. And so because of him, she started to like distance herself a little bit from the company and um, she'd be gone for like weeks at a time. And then not only that, but he would ask her for money all the fucking time for like, I couldn't even tell you any reason. He's just like, send me this amount, blah, blah, blah. It's for this new endeavor. It's for um, this, that, and the other thing. No. Um, But. She so she's literally giving him like hundreds of thousands of dollars and taking that money like she was herself so broke at this point she took it like out of her restaurant. Uh, can I can I ask a question? Mm-hmm. Cuz I raised my hand like a student. Um what was her what were her like relationships like before this? They didn't go into that. They didn't. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would have explained a lot. Yeah, it would have. Because if she's the kind of chick where dudes just kept running out on her, I can see why she did this. It's funny. I saw something online where it was like the Tindler swindler came up and this dude, Anthony Stranger, saw it and was like, yo, hold my beer. Because he basically, I don't even know how he did it, but he somehow like would brainwash her into thinking that he was a part of like this. It's going to sound so fucking stupid because it was. He's some part of like secret society in the world and she had to do all these tests to um show her 
like connect her appreciation, her like willingness, her dedication to him, and these like little to like okay, you need to just, you need to like, send me fifteen grand. This is a test. I just don't understand how this happens. I, you have to have some sort of intelligence mm-hmm. to open and run your own restaurant. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that people who own their own business are the smartest people in the world, but I some... feel like common sense yeah. is one of the main things that you need to run your own business. Mm-hmm. So how can you be, this is where I get baffled. How can you be so smart at one thing and such a fucking idiot at everything like is all your genius just concentrated on this one thing and then everything else just no but at the same time it makes sense if i sat down with shane fox would i fall for that shit i don't i would like to think that i wouldn't yeah well that's it's funny to see like how her telling it because she's in this documentary being interviewed and she's telling the story and She's like, you know, it's it's one thing to be in it and another thing to be on the outside. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, probably. But she kept saying, like, he he basically was brainwashing her. I just, I feel like when I talk to people, like, if, like, I can tell when they're giving me a sob story. And oh, I'm yeah. just very like, mm, that's too bad. Yeah. And that the whole time I'm like, you're a dumb bitch. You're a dumb, like, how, how? Because even, like, Javi, if Javi said to me tomorrow, like, oh, I'm trying to get into this new business and... And I need like fifty grand. And if I had it, I'd be like, "No, I need to see what kind, of, yeah. what it is Where's that you're your talking." Plan. <laughs> I need exactly, yeah. pretty much. Who are your advisors? I yeah. need to be because if I'm gonna invest into anything, I need to know all of it. Yep, all of it. So this goes on for a while, okay? And then sorry, I gotta he, move my mic a little he bit. He like, and I forget the details. I'm just gonna. I'm trying to breeze through it, but basically, her. Her restaurant was vegan food. And it's she started in the late nineties, early two thousands. So it was kinda like when veganism wasn't really like a huge It was up and coming. Yeah. There yeah. you go. <laughs> so that's why she was like very popular. Like it was all raw food, very uh plant heavy, obviously. So that's why she was big. Every time I think of vegans, I think of um ten things to, what with Kate what is it? With Matthew McConaughey? Ten things I hate. No, no, that's... no, no, no. Um how to lose a guy in, in 10, 10 days. days. Yeah. And you. he's like chewing away. Yeah. <laughs> adding God. salt. Talk about a throwback. Oh, man. Um. So anyway, they they're the employees are basically like because there's no money forced to close and they go on strike because she can't pay their wages. Right. Oh, fuck. So in the end, like they leave. All the employees? No. Oh, sorry. No. Sarma and Anthony. Oh, they flee. He, ba- Yeah, but she's like, it didn't feel like fleeing. It felt like we were just like taking a break, like just getting away from it all. And I was like, bitch, you were on the run. This girl had no friends. Yeah. They no. Had, she had no friends to tell her yeah. otherwise. Yeah. Oh, my God. So they ended up driving from NYC all the way down to Vegas because guess what? Anthony was a gambler, and that's why he kept asking her for money is because he gambled it all away. Yeah. So they get to Vegas, and the whole time he's like, all right, like my people, like the them that he keeps talking about, like the big whatever, they're in Vegas. This is our final test. Oh my but then God. he would like send her to Italy and be like, this is another test. 
Like, you need to be here by yourself. How do they know? Go off the grid. How do these men know what women to target? How do they know? And then one of the things, because she loved her dog immensely, he kept saying, like, if you join our society. Because he's part of a secret society, so of course. make him live long. Oh, my God. This is just a meat suit. And she just believed that? Yeah. And again, (sighs) I'm saying it, like, in short, like a short synopsis, but he would lead her on saying more, like, more just vague things. But that's what he was trying to say is like, I'm a part of this group. You got to do these tests. Ladies, your dog will live forever. I understand that listening to the honest truth and harsh criticism hurts, but my God, get you some friends. I know. Because, no, I, if this were my friend, I'd be like, bitch, no. Yeah, see? What are yep. you talking about? Yep. No. Yep. So when she got, when they got in the papers, right? When they got arrested, and it was like she got arrested because she ordered a pizza and she's a vegan. Right? Someone was like, oh my God, it's so funny. <laughs> because he ordered pizza on her credit card. And the cops were obviously after them. <clears throat> oh, so this Vegas point. police got him. And their mugshot, she looked so sad. And he had crazy eyes. She was heartbroken. I was like, bitch, how did you not see his eyes and say, that's a crazy man? I just, I don't understand. I really don't get she, it. And it's funny because when they were in Vegas, Anthony was like videotaping some things like unbeknownst to her on his, on his cell phone. And she'd be like, and she would question him. She'd be like, what do you need the money for? She'd be like, no, I'm not going, I'm not dealing with your bullshit today. Like she would fight him on this. Like you're like, this is dumb. I'm not doing this, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, bitch, why aren't you leaving then? Why can't you get like get on like a plane if you, and go home? If you have enough money to give away like that, you yeah. definitely have enough money to get on a plane to go home. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, you don't. Because want- I love him, but she didn't. She kept saying she never did. Like their relationship was never about love. It was all money based. So then I don't get it. I was like, why don't you just leave? What money based? She had the money and he was spending it. Yeah. No, 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 no. That was because of the secret society was testing her. I was like, bitch. And in the end, she was like, that you did this to me and you ruined my life. I I was like, you ruined your own life. I feel like I would never fall for that, but I also feel like I could get talked into being into a cult. It's like being groomed. Yeah. (laughs) I don't don't understand. She's like, you know, I believe all these people that say they can be groomed into a cult. And I believe that because that's what happened to me. I was like, well, clearly. I just, I think the only way that you would ever get me to do anything is if the life of someone that I held dearly was in danger. Not only And even then, to a certain degree. When they were on the run, he called her mom. This was all through email, actually. Was emailing her mom. He would pretend to be her and, like, text her friends and her family and email from her. Oh, my God. To get more money. He got $400,000. From her friends? From her mama. From her... He's like, yo, we're just... We're out here. We need some money. Mama, give us... Like... You love your... I'm sorry. Mm. Anyway. (laughs) I can't Bad Vegan. It's it's on Netflix. I don't... I'm not going to rate it highly just because I was like... It is a documentary, so I mean, it was just a story about a guy who was a fucking asshole brainwashed some poor girl who had money into giving him money so he could gamble. And this asshole was from Massachusetts, and her parents were from New Hampshire. So I was like, give enough's a bad name. Oh, my God. Yeah. So that's bad vegan for you. <laughs> like a 5 out of 10. Like, not even... I just don't... I don't get how this happens. 
I don't get it. Like, she must have been a victim her entire life. But the fact that she owns her own business means that she must have had some cojones at some fucking point. Yep. And she was even, like, getting to that point where she was almost going to have, like, franchises in other cities. All gone. Kaputs. Where is she now? Not not in the restaurant business. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. So it's just, it's a mess. Like, she's still trying to put her life together, man. So it's funny because I was listening to uh, the radio the other day because I left my phone here. And we were in the car going to pick up the kids from school. And on 96.9, it's like Romeo Pebble and Melissa that are on there. And they got, I don't know how they got this information, but apparently some guy was like all butthurt because he asked the lady out on a date. And she came back with like, okay, well, what did you have in mind? And he said, oh, um, I don't know. We can just go to Applebee's or something. She left in his face hysterically. And she was like, I own my own house, my own car, my own business. I can buy Applebee's and basically turned him down. Now I see, I see your face and I get it. Like, bitch, what? Applebee's too good for you? Like, it's just the first date. What the fuck? But at the same time, you know, this bitch worked her ass off to get what she wanted in life. Yes. Yes. So the fact that her standards are very high, rightfully so. Mm -hmm. So why should I lower my standards so that you have a chance with me? Because now think about this, right? She has all this shit that she make. (laughs) I get so phlegmy. It's gross. Sorry, guys. I don't know what it is. You talk too much. I don't get like this throughout (laughs) the fucking day. It's only here. So and I know it's fucking annoying. So, um, what if she got with this dude, right? And and he wasn't living in an apartment, still has a fucking lease, working a random fucking job. And I get that you should love people for who they are. That's fine. I understand that. But me owning all my things, me having my life that I work so hard for, do you really think that I'm not, that I'm going to bring in somebody who can't sustain themselves? That will have to lean on me to That's some degree. Yeah, I see Do you get what, what I'm saying? saying? Yeah. <clears throat> so it's like, I understand why she did it. Should she have done it the way that she did it? Absolutely not. She could have just been like, you know what? Nah, bro. Not my thing. Yeah. Um, or she could have been like, you know what? I'm not a fan of Applebee's. Let's do this. But then she would have had to pay. Which is fine. Yeah, but true. it's also kind of a mask. It's a, it goes into that yeah. whole fucking thing. I'm just saying, keep your standards high, ladies. Keep your standards high. (laughs) Don't believe someone when they say I can make your dog live forever. Please. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, All right. We can get off of this and I can go into something actually cool. Okay. DMZ. What the fuck? I I didn't know that's what it was called, but I did see it on Hulu. Nah, HBO. HBO. Uh, DMZ. 7 out of 10, 8 out of 10. Great. Highly recommend. It is a mini series, so it's literally four episodes, an hour long each. And that's it? Let me tell you this cast before I even get into this, okay? God. We got Rosario Dawson. Mm-hmm. Love her. Benjamin Bratt. Ooh! Love I him. I don't know. Miss Congeniality, the cop that. Oh, that guy, that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love him. Uh, Hoon Lee, which <coughs> I don't think I've seen him in anything else. <coughs> this motherfucker who I didn't know anything in, but he is so your vibe. He's my. <sighs> Okay, <laughs> Jawline for D. 
days. Can you Rudy. give me a fucking name though? Because <laughs> I can't do uh, anything with a jawline. Freddie Mieres. <laughs> she's then- like, oh, he's our aesthetic, but she's not giving me a damn no. name. Oh. He's got like the deep dark hood, but it's like oh, no sleeves. He's got tats and he knows how to kill people, Freddy but he's wha? a strong silent type. Freddie what? Freddie, and then it's M I Y A R E S. Never seen him in anything before. How do you, how are we spelling Freddie? Because it's with like- a Y. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Here he is. Amanda. What? I don't know. No, in the in the show. In uh... the show. <laughs> Fuck his face in real life. No, you gotta watch the show. All right, let me finish. Let me say, finish. This is uh, we also thing. have Ronaldo <clears throat> Galigas, Galigas, who is he's an SOA. Uh, we got Jade Wu. And Nora Dunn, who was on SNL, and then she was playing a very strong female type. I was like, who is this? She was on SNL back in, like, the 90s. Comedians will surprise you I every know. time. Look at Jordan Peele. All right. Yes. DMZ stands for <clears throat> Demilitarized Zone. Picture present day, New York City, Manhattan. We don't know the extent, but basically there was a civil war in the United States, and now it's not the United... It's like the free states of America. But... During the Civil War, Manhattan became like a wicked war zone. Like bombs dropped, decimation, people running everywhere. Amanda. Sorry. Ooh. Had to be evacuated off the island. Crazy chaos, okay? Okay. We have Rosario Dawson. Her name is Alma. <clears throat> she has a teenage son named Christian. They get separated in the in the mayhem. She now lives as a doctor. I was going to say, what is she? like? In she- the free states of America. And, you know, where... I'm going to say where the normal people live and the people that live in DMZ, which is the demilitarized zone. It's like a free for all. So you have gangs, you have the Spanish Kings, you've got the two, four, you've got these people. Those Everybody's people, just those... running rampant. Yeah, basically. <clears throat> and what is happening is there's two men out to like kind of rule it all. They're having a debate because it's going to be a democracy. People are going to vote for who they want to be like the leader of the DMZ. You got Parco, played by so Benjamin Bratt. So basically, the U.S. just got, a, like, a reset. That's where we're at. Basically, but it was also, like, America split in two, because <clears throat> there was a civil war. So it's no longer one state, one country. One country. Yeah, Yeah, no. it's divided. It's, uh, but then you have this zone where it's not either neutral? one. Yes. Okay. But they want it, they don't want is America that what to take is? over. Yeah. <laughs> Let me continue. <laughs> So you got Parco played by Benjamin Bratton. He's a leader okay. of the Spanish Kings, right? He's got all his homies. He's got his right hand man Caesar, played by um, Ronaldo, and he also has a son who's grown up now because this is eight years after. Um, oh, okay. Eight years have gone by since the bombing, since the war, whatever. Okay. Eight years after, um, and he has his teenage, uh, his old like twenty something son who is like. He's got this list that he spray paints on the wall of like people he gonna kill next. So he's like, he's the assassin basically of his of the Spanish kings, and his name is Skell, and he is his mm-hmm. father's son. Rightfully, he's got like no emotions. All he does is kill. Like whatever, who, whoever his daddy says, you go kill because he wronged me. That's that's what his thing is. Okay. Alma, finally after eight years, finds a way to sneak into the DMZ. She's like, I need to find my son. She's like, I've been trying for eight years. Like, I need to find my son. So this bitch walks into DMZ, and right away she finds a clinic, and she's helping people, like, 
with their ailments and people that were shot and whatever. So she finds a foothold there, right? Okay. And then no luck. The whole time she's like, I only have 24 hours to find my son. Why? Because that's when the next transport <clears throat> was leaving. Because if those people couldn't get her back in, they had to wait. She had to wait 45 days before them to come back again. So the only way to get her back home to the U.S. What's home? What's at home that she needs to get back there? That's where her life was for the past eight years. Yeah, but if you really want your son... Go ahead, anyway, continue. That's that's what I thought. I'd... So she's about to go back to the U.S. Her day's done. She did not find her son. And then she learns who Parco is. Like, how about the two dudes? You have Wilson, who's um, he's a leader of Chinatown, and he's played by Hoon Lee. And then you have Parco, who's leader of Spanish Kings, and they're like the two warlords that want... People are supposed to choose which one they want to lead the DMC. Okay. And she learns that Parco is one. And she goes, Parco? Parco Delgado? Yo, her fucking ex. Father of her son. And then she finds out... Her son is a fucking assassin under Parco. And this was just the first episode. This is not a spoiler. So she's like, well, fuck, I can't leave now. I just don't understand why you were going to leave in the first place. Your son's been missing for eight years. Why didn't you make this trip earlier? And also, why would you only give yourself 24 hours? My ass is staying there until I find him. What the fuck was all that? So she ended up staying. And it was just, it's a whole lot of wonderfulness. A lot of relationships like that. She does eventually like meet with her son. And it's not the meeting you anticipate. It's I anticipate like, that he's daddy's boy. That's what I anticipate. It's a lot of like, because there is supposed to be this debate going on and they're supposed to choose a leader. Like there are some political, you know, whatever going yeah, on. Yeah. Um, but you also know that like she knows Wilson from before the war. They worked at the same hospital together. So she has a friend of him, but then her ex is Parco. So she's kind of like... Playing both sides? Playing both sides, but not really, because she's not... She when, just wants to save her son. That's when did this release? This year. Like, just now. Like, just in is the past Is that fucking weird because of what's going on in the Ukraine? That is a little weird, yeah. But, um... It's almost like somebody It's knew. really good. It does wrap it all up a little bit too clean. Oh, I but don't... But it's it. Like, I, I don't think there's going to be any more. It's just that four episodes. Well, so, you said miniseries. Yeah. So, um... I highly recommend. I think wow. it. Yeah, I know. It's only going to get worse as the summer gets as yeah. it gets warmer. If you can't hear that, there's fucking Fast and Furious Vin Diesel bullshit going on out here. Wannabes. Yeah. Because it's literally just a bicycle with an engine on it. Um. So I will say that, yeah, the dude who plays Skell, like he has this, um, like, it's like a vest, right? So there's no sleeves. But it has a hood, kind of like Assassin's Creed. Like it's deep. Yeah. And you can see like a jawline. <laughs> And, she and he's was going in, the and he's whole got time. his he's got his holster on, and yo, he just like pops a motherfucker, right? And yeah. I was just like, oh, <laughs> oh, the feels like, boy, the I want man you to doesn't even have a me. full beard. <laughs> what? He doesn't even have a full beard. He only has like a patch right here. That was his choice. Okay, okay. I don't think that's much of a choice. I think that genetics oh were like nah. But you can see like he his his father will ask him to fight somebody and he'll just bare knuckle like fight this man. He's and like win. a robot. He, exactly. He's a fucking machine. Nothing there. And then he meets his mama. Some that's emotions come spot. into play. Yep. 
not really, but kind of. Like, mm. she kind of awakens something in him. Stirs it up. And meanwhile, but then again, on the other hand, you have Parco, Benjamin Bratt, who's a little older now. I think he's in his 50s. But he gives daddy vibes. Always has, even and from, like, in Miss like, Congeniality. Oh, I loved him in that movie. I was, oh, I was drooling. I watched it for the plot, and he was the plot. Yeah, see? I'm sorry. But I was just like, oh, he did. He's very he good at. He also did something to <clears throat> me. He's, always, he's very good at emanating sexiness. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's got like the, like, uh, almost total length hair, but not really, but it's like slick back and curly on the bottom. And mm, like, I don't, I don't know. It's just, <laughs> what the that fuck, don't man? do it for me usually, but he like pulls it all off and he's very muscular and he's got the tats. And I was just like, oh, speak to me, puppy. Like, <laughs> I just, father son duo, I can oh see my it. God. <laughs> anyway. Rosario Dawson was great. <laughs> I, are you sure? Did you even watch? Did you even see her act? Because it sounds like you you weren't even paying attention to her. I was there for the plot, okay? Yeah, clearly you were there for the plot. All right, no, that, that was good. All right, so go watch that. But we still have one more thing we need to talk about, and this is the realness that we need to talk about. We need to talk Listen about Deep Water on Hulu. Let's I... go. I'm glad that we're talking about this now. I thought my nose was bleeding for a second. What is it with our noses today? I don't know. Um, This is one of the most aggravating fucking things I've ever seen in my goddamn life. And you literally just got done watching it right before we started recording. I My, my final thought was this was so fucking stupid. So you didn't enjoy the ride? It was no, that was so fucking agitating the whole time. The whole time. That was so agitating. The whole time. Yes, because. <laughs> the whole, remember Mrs. Duffer? The yeah. whole time. The, the, whole, the whole time. time. <laughs> yes, 100%. Because you know what? All right, so it starts off like this, right? First of all, I thought they were swingers. I was like, okay, let's see uh, what's going on. Should we tell who's in this first? Mm, yo, I don't even want to talk about it. Okay, my boy Ben Affleck. That's all you need to know. Uh, Anna the Arma, this is really fucking beautiful. So <sighs> she looks like a fucking porcelain doll. She does. That I want to break. All right, so continue. So, I mean, there's other great cast members in this thing, but honestly, like, let's let's be real here. It's about them two and no one else. Yeah. Yes, Jacob Elordi is in this for a hot minute, like literally three fucking minutes. Yep. Uh oh, god, I want to say his name is Finn Winnick, but I feel like that's wrong. Finn Whitrock. Oh, I was so close. Yeah. So. He's in, um, you'll know him from American Horror Story. I think his first appearance was in the Freak Show. Freak show. Yeah. He played um, Dandy. Mm-hmm. And then he was in Hotel. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if he he came back for the very last season, I think. Yep. Um, but he's great. I've Oh, he was also in Nurse Ratchet. Yes. Yeah. He was the crazy brother. Um, I've always enjoyed his acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing with, I feel like. Jake didn't do shit in this. So it's like almost... Jacob, no, he... It, there's nothing Honestly, to, his talents were way wasted in No, this, this was just like... I think it's because he was like hot and trending with yeah. Euphoria. So yep. they were like, oh, let's just throw in a hot young guy. Yep. So whatever. But... So the premise is... It's just so aggravating. It is. So we're at a party. Ben's got money. Much money. The wife isn't really doing much. She even seems like annoyed that she's a mother. Yeah. Like she's just interested in partying and drinking. Mm-hmm. So at first I thought, oh my God, they're swingers. See, that's what I thought because they had so many friends. She was the only one doing the swinging. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, okay, 
is this like a voyeur thing? And it was a one way, one a two way. I was like, is this a voyeur thing? Because for a minute, like, so they're married, they have a child, they have a life together, but this bitch has boyfriends. Mm-hmm. Right? And he's well aware. And also very unashamedly, she's flaunting these relationships in front of all their friends. So I was like, oh my God, is this one of those things where like he just enjoys to watch her? Very quickly, you find out that he's not enjoying shit. Yeah. So. Like he lets it happen, but he doesn't like it. I'm like, but that's so don't make we sense. were. So I'm not going to give anything away. She's obsessed with being wanted. Yes. She's obsessed with passion. That's what she wants. That's why she's so fucking dramatic. That's why when she she fucking pokes at him and picks fights with him, and then they escalate, and it gives her a fucking reason to scream and cry and be super dramatic and then get angry fucked. Yep. Yep. That's the whole point of all of it. And then once she's fully satisfied, then she calms down and finds another boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he seems like he just wants a normal fucking life with his wife. Yep. Yep. Like, even her daughter even wants that. Yeah. So, you kept saying... Did you keep saying? I don't know. Maybe I'm making things up. <clears throat> I think Javi had said, like, oh, like, why don't they just leave? Well, he can't divorce her. She's going to take half of everything. And he's, like, a genius. Like, he created the chips that go into drones. So... And he's already retired. So he has a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But not only will she take half, she'll probably get custody of his kid. Yep. Who, him and his daughter have the cutest relationship. Much while stronger. mom's over here fucking coming in the next day, hungover and drunk and shit. Like, yep. I just don't. I, that was so frustrating to me. Yes. Um, what I did love, but it is a humongously slow burn. But it's more of a psychological thing. I did like the cinematography. Yeah. Ben Affleck, like the way he, his expressions and his face. He's so great at portraying anger in such a calm manner. Outright angry. With a very calm manner, which is actually more frightening. It's terrifying. Um, Props to Affleck. He was really fucking good in this. He was. Um, Anna was too. I just, I don't even think I can say that it's a slow burn. It's just like you already start off like a little annoyed. And it just keeps building in that aggravation. And I think the whole point is to build on his rage. Like, you're supposed to mm. feel what he's feeling. True, yeah. Because it's just like, she fucking taunts him. Mm-hmm. It's in and their it's faces. Like she's flaunting her relationships with these dudes. And then she looks at him and she's like, are you jealous? Like, bitch, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I will say, though, I was actually expecting more sex. Like more. I'm so glad, but there was it didn't go that way. And I'm glad as well. And I'm glad that the snippets that we did mostly see were between her and Ben Affleck, and not her and these other dudes. Yeah. Because that would have just I would have thrown the whole fucking phone away. (laughs) I would have thrown away the whole. Just fucking shut this shit off. I. It was just so aggravating. It got a low rating on IMDb. It was like a five out of ten. Did it really? Yeah. Probably for all those reasons. Because it's it's so fucking aggravating. So you're saying you didn't like it then? <laughs> I'm not watching it again. Oh, no, no. I'll never watch it no. again. No. And I think that right there tells you what you need to know. I, it just... You were just like, bitch, shut up. You've got toxic pussy and you're not even aware. Yep. And, or, or you are aware, but it's almost like when she found out what she found out, the reason why she did what she did, she likes that shit. 
That's what she's. I'm... He's willing to go this far for me. Yeah. And you know what? She's gonna keep doing it. Mm-hmm. She's gonna keep doing it. Yep. I just hope that if there's ever a sequel, he ends up strangling her to fucking death. I hope there ain't no sequel. I really fucking that'd be a waste. But it's just yeah. like you, I sat through this. Yeah. I why did I do that to myself? But I'm also like, why is she surprised that this is happening? She's, um, she is starting all of this. So. Because she can't help herself. The part with the pool yes. was probably my peak. Yeah, annoyance. I, I just felt like someone needed to backhand the shit yeah. out of this bitch to <laughs> shut her the, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Oh, my God. We are woman haters. No, I don't think it's a woman. I'm I'm deciding it's not a woman. It's a particular yeah, you, set right. of characteristics that we find in a lot of women that just fucking irk me. Because I thought that when she wasn't being an absolute cunt, mm-hmm. she was pretty fucking great. Well, I was just thinking, too, like, I wonder how they got together. Like, was was he one of those boys? And then he just kind of like probably married her and they had a kid money for him. Yeah. Oh, money because too. she did say she this is what that. you wanted. Yeah. Because at one point I was like, oh, okay, then you know what? This is kind of his fault. Because if he knew what she was like from the beginning mm. and you decided to marry that anyways, bro, you did this to yourself. You hurt in your own feelings. That's true. I didn't think of that. It probably was that. Did you notice that they were all dark hair, dark eyes? The guys? Not except for the blonde guy. That one random fucking dude. I wonder yeah. what the first guy looked like. I don't know. Was he even the first? Exactly my point. But the last two were dark hair, and they looked yeah. like Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Tall, dark. Which, daddy vibes all day long. I was kind of here for it. Yo, Ben Affleck never fails. So you were, like, telling me that him and her were briefly together in real life, mm-hmm. and there was this one scene where he smiled, and I was just like, how can you not? Exactly. Fall in love with that. Although, then I saw him kissing her, and I was like, <laughs> that looks stiff. There's a like... big age gap. <laughs> yeah, not only that, but it's just like he was, uh, they were trying to like be sexy and it just wasn't working on his end. Yeah. It just looked more uncomfortable than anything else. Like he just looks like straight missionary works for him. <laughs> and that's all he does. Probably. Because I just, it just doesn't, it just, all right. I'm From one mass hole to another, Ben. Good God. Yeah. Get some flexibility in that tongue. That shit was like... <laughs> it was just a little poke. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Like fucking Kirby. I was nope. like, oh. Oh, no, Yoshi. Nope. Yeah, that's nope. what it looked like. I was like, what is what is that? What yeah. You had me, now you lost me. Yeah. Now I can see why she's doing what she did. Yeah. Uh, so when, he, when he was like in the pool, though, and you could see his back with the muscles and the broadness. Well, I mean, he's Batman, so. I, that's what I was thinking. I was like, that's a bat bod for days. There's just something about a nice back. Yeah. Broad you shoulders. You know who bat has a great back? Holt McCallany. Stay tuned for next he week's does. episode. He's also bro. I said it to you upstairs. I was like, oh, Ben Affleck has that wicked, like, wide shoulder, broad shoulders, wide back. And then um, David Boreanaz also built like that Holty. Yeah. Daddy Holt. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah, he has that. He's got that, like, that football. Just so big. Body. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah. feel like I could sit on them shoulders and there'd still be space. <laughs> I mean,. We need to stop this. Okay. <laughs> Go watch some shit. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, man. Have a good week, everybody. Okay, bye. Bye.